Yo, what's good? It's your boy CJ King. Look, and I'm rocking with the homie Rick Sincere. I'm going to need y'all to keep it locked right here on MTMV Sports. Welcome back, everybody, to the episode of the JC Podcast. This is episode number 101, dedicated to a man who on June 10th, 1989, won his ninth MVP, Mr. Wayne Gretzky. And as always, thank you for listening and downloading to the episode of the podcast. On today's episode, we do things a little bit different. And if you're wondering, Jay, are you sick? It is Wednesday. No, Jay is not sick. I told you on Monday, Jay would be here on Wednesday, and Jay is here. Today, we start something a little bit different, and every now and then, we will not stick to sports. Yes, this will still be a sports podcast every Monday, every Thursday, but every now and then, Jay will bring in some people, some guests to talk about the race issues in our country and what could be done and what we can do to help people get this thought process, get this belief out of their brains, the young people, the middle-aged people, the older people, there are people of all ages that have some type of racial problem or have a race thought or race belief and they can't find a way to get it out of their head. And so why not utilize this platform to do just that? Maybe help one person, help two people. If this platform, if this series that comes around every now and then helps just one person, it's all worth it. It is all worth it. So today we have Mr. Chris LeBron, who will also be here on Thursday talking about the Giants on tomorrow. Then we also have Mr. Jeff Hunt, host of Jeff Needs Help Podcast. Chris hosts the Off the Ball Podcast. And those two gentlemen are with me talking about just that, the race issues here in our country, some of their thoughts. There will be a story that comes up in our conversation that may shock you, but it happens all the time. You will enjoy that. Also, one thing you may have noticed at the beginning of this episode is that this episode is dedicated to someone that does not have the one or the 01 or 101 and why this episode is special to them. So from here on out until I decide to change my mind, the episode will be dedicated to someone that did something big on that day in sports history. On that day being the day that that particular episode drops. Today being June 10th, back in 1989, when Gretzky won his ninth MVP. Let that sink in. Imagine if that happened today. That would be a bigger deal. That would be talked about way more than it currently is. But man, that's what we love about sports. We can go back in sports history and figure out, oh, he did that, he did that. Wow, did they really do that? Look at Cheryl Miller's stats. Yes, Reggie Miller's sister. She was a hooper. Go look at some of her stats. You will be possibly surprised that she was that good at the game of basketball. So without further ado, let's go ahead and take a trip to Nashport, Ohio, then also Staten Island to enjoy a fun conversation with Mr. Jeff Hunt and also Mr. Chris LeBron about being the change to end racism in the U.S. of A. Hey, what's up, Chris and Jeff? Welcome to the podcast. What's going on, fellas? Uh, It's a pleasure to be on the show. Looking forward to uh, this, this talk. I'm honored to be here, guys. I think I think you're doing I think you're doing a, a good show here, Jay. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Glad you guys could join us for a different style of show, or kind of like the second in a series that I'm doing with called "Be the Change" for the Jay Stevens Podcast, primarily sports 
both what's going on and how race is right in front of us. This series is going to be a different tone. So you may come here for sports, but there will be times we're going to be talking about things to change the norm, to change what's going on in our lives uh, with race and the race issues that have been in our country since before black people even came to the country. They were here and they were an issue. Chris, let's start with you real quick. What were your thoughts when you heard about George Floyd's death? And then also, what were your thoughts afterwards watching all the protests around the world? Man, that the video of uh, George Floyd's death was it's one of the toughest videos I've ever had to see in, in my life. It's, it's a guy begging for his life and yet nothing happened. You know, all the cops just stood there and watched. And then you had the one cop obviously, you know, have his knee to his neck for over eight minutes. And it, it was, it, it's like I said, man, it's, it's just, it's very tough for that, for to see that video. And, and just for no action to be immediately taken, like in any other case, and you know, if it's you know a regular citizen doing that to any other regular citizen, you know, immediate, you know, you get arrested, you get charged, and you go to jail immediately. Mm-hmm. But it, but since it was a guy, you know, it was a cop who who has a badge, it, it seems like you know it's they have a different different set of rules as we've seen in past, you know. Uh, it with uh, a whole lot of situations, uh, Eric Garner, where I'm from in Staten Island, you know, mm-hmm. that happened not too far, maybe 15 minutes away from me, you know, and to see something like that, you know, where the, nothing happened, the cop didn't get charged and over uh, a couple of Lucy cigarettes, you know? So it's, it, it, it's just, it's just crazy to what, what's, to, what's transcribed and, you know, thank God that the cop was finally charged and the other guys were finally, you know, charged as well. But, you know, why we're having this conversation is because it took too long. And it shouldn't have taken that long. It was, the video's there. Every, you know, it's, it's, it's right there. You know, we have the video to show that he did it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's there. Like, there's nothing more, you, you know, it's right there. It's proof. There's nothing more you need. You know, obviously in passing situations, you know, you might see a small clip or you might not even see a clip. You might just be hearsay, like the Mike Brown situation, you know. You see something like that where you don't – there is no video of what ha- actually happened. So it's just a cop versus, you know, spectators. Mm-hmm. So you really can't tell. So it, it, it's, it's just so sad to see what's happened. And then, you know, just the way how the after effect has, you know, really, you know, everything's happened with after. And, when you know, I, I love the protesting, but it seems like people are trying to uh, – Trying to, uh, you know, trying to, trying to put the looters and the rioters along with the protesters. Right. And it's not the case. Right. But whoever, the looters and the rioters are the people that are just taking advantage of the situation. You know, those aren't the people that are, you know, those aren't the pro- people protesting for, you know, for, for what's going on with, with, with what happened with George Floyd. So, you know, I, I see a lot of people just like, oh, just reacting to that and, I have no reaction towards what actually happened and why we're seeing all this, right. you know, the, you know, why we're seeing all this is because of this situation and why we see a lot of these situations is because, you know, we, we got cops who are just taking advantage and being scared. And to me, I've always looked at that as if, if you want to be a cop, you can't be scared. You've got to have thick skin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you, yeah. you can't be scared of someone simply because of a color of your skin. I've just, I, I don't know. I've always found that crazy that, that you could see someone's skin color and just be like, Oh, I don't know. I, I'm going to go walk across the street or, 
you know, just people. Of, I just find that so insane. You know, growing up, how I grew up, I never understood that. And but as I got older, you you see it more, and you're like, that's just that's just wrong. And then you, a lot of people are really showing themselves, especially on social media, big time. Yeah, big time. And I'm sure you've seen it. I'm Jeff. I'm sure you've seen it. Where you're yeah, just yeah. like, or you're just like, what? What are you talking about? And then they somehow flip it to Kaepernick. And it becomes a whole different issue, and it's just it's just crazy, what, you know, how how people really show themselves. And I think that's the biggest thing is seeing a lot of ignorant people, a lot of ignorance. And I, I mean, my timeline alone is just pure. Anger. I must have gotten to so many Facebook beefs because I'm just like, what are you talking? And people who I've never ever interacted with on Facebook suddenly come on. I posted something like uh, a re I uh, reposted something on Facebook when someone comments like you've never had a conversation with on Facebook, you just happen to be friends with them, whatever reason, and yeah. they come out of nowhere and they and they argue about this like, oh, but what about the writers and looters? I was like, that's not what I'm talking about. And <laughs> I have, yeah. yeah, and and I posted um uh maybe uh, a week ago about uh you know if you have more issue with the writers and the looters more than the actual crime that was committed by the cop then I have an issue with that. And then people, of course, flip the words like, oh, so you're saying writing and looting is okay? I was like, no, I, if you actually read, I didn't say that. I said, if you have, a, if, you're, if, the, if you have more of an issue with that, if, you, if all your comments and posting is about that and all you're talking about is that, but not about what happened with, the, with, the, with George Floyd, then I have an issue with that. I'm not saying it's okay to write a loot because like we said, that's, a, that's terrible. You shouldn't do that. And those are the people that, that, that unfortunately are getting, are getting combined with the protesting People who are doing peaceful protests, you see, you see what Stephen Jackson does and all these, all these athletes and stuff. What they're doing is tremendous. But obviously, the media, media is going to just point at the rioting and looting. And then, of course, this, certain people are just going to look at that and be like, see, look what's happening. This is, what you, this is how you commemorate George Floyd. And it's like, no, that's, that's, not, who, that's not who's trying to uh, make George Floyd, you know, you know uh, what happened to him, you know, try to make it in light. It's, those are just taking advantage, like I said before. So it, it's just... This whole thing has gotten crazy. And then, of course, the president doesn't make it better. Drew Brees incident doesn't make it better. And then, of course, <laughs> president comments on Drew Brees. And you know Drew Brees is like, oh, my God. Why did I even speak? And he should yeah. not have spoke. Because, first of all, it had nothing to do with Kaepernick. <laughs> and, of course, he brought it up, you know, in a situation. And he put, he put his food in his mouth. And now he has to eat it, you know. Now he's got to deal with all that crap. Because, you know, it, you know not, to talk, not to backtrack, but the whole Kaepernick stuff is crazy, too. Because it wasn't about... It wasn't about disrespecting veterans. It yep. was never about that. He said it was never about that. And then he went to a Green Beret, asked him, how should I handle it? And the Green Beret said, kneel during the flag, kneel during the national anthem. He does it. It's a huge issue. Meanwhile, it's, if you, obviously, if you, you guys have been to games, national anthems, we've seen guys scream and yell like lunatics, seeing guys go into the bathroom, those guys or people ordering food, you know, babies crying, all this, this, all these other things that are truly just people wearing – uh, uh, American ha uh, shirts and all this, which you, you technically you're not supposed to be wearing uh, stuff that uh, you know. Right. But yet you have a man who's doing peacefully a protest about police brutality, just kneeling peacefully. Not he's not kneeling on a flag, he's not spitting on a flag, he's not wiping his ass like like Shawn Michaels did with the Canadian flag <laughs> in the early '90s. You know, he's not doing any of that. No. He's being peaceful, and I think people are just getting lost in the whole you know, what Black Lives Matter Matt means. And I think right. it's, 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 it's sad how people are just twisting it up. But, you know, it's, you know, we just got to, you know, we just we got to stay together. We got to stick together because, you know, especially with the media, the media is trying to 
you're just trying to, to ignite something and they want mm-hmm. everyone to hate each other and it's like okay no not about that because you see you see in the protest a lot of white people you see a lot of young and i, I was just watching a, a podcast with uh art uh it's uh ryan Rucco and cc sabathia and mm-hmm. they had a they had prince fielder and they had um uh chris young edwin jackson uh, uh and i forgot other couple of guys and they were talking about they went to the protest and they're seeing a lot of young white people who have no high school kids who probably don't really understand it or what's right, really going right. on and they're they're marching along right and they're they're fighting for you know they're fighting for their brothers and that's what you that's what we got to do because yes. it's this i don't think people really understand it and that's the problem people don't understand because they don't because they don't you know and jeff i don't want to put you in there because you, you, you're white. No, no, there's, man. there's a lot you, of white people uh, just that just don't get you know because they haven't been in that issue and they just don't understand it and, agree and, they, and they just they don't it, it just since it doesn't affect them they don't understand why it's an issue so they get blinded by it and oh, then totally. and so it, it's important for white people who understand it to tell the people who don't be like guys w- w- this we're never going to experience it, but we need to understand why they're mad, why they're you know, upset. You know, so that's that's something that's very important. Where we need it just needs to be, be uh, you know, they, they got to teach. We got to teach. You got to teach, 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 yeah, and make do. sure you do. they understand. I'm that glad you understand what they're going on. I'm glad you brought that up, Chris, because I've been I've been struggling with that all week. Because number one rule, and like in, in full disclosure, as as a uh, you know, as just a as just a white dude, I'm you know what I mean. Like you got, you know you guys know me, but like parents wise, yeah. like you you, you talked about Drew Brees a little bit, like um you know, now's, now's not the time. Like now is not like, now's our time to support. You know what I mean? And I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I'm like, how much do I support without all of a sudden it becoming about me or like, what can I say? And then sometimes you just don't say anything. You right. know what I mean? The, the wounds are raw. You know what I mean? Go, you know, go march with your brothers and sisters and, you know, people, the world and, you know, do your thing. But now like, you know, now, like now's not the time necessarily for, you know, us to speak about things in a world that we don't live in, no matter how we feel about it. Like this, ter- you know, this tears me up, like in, in a different way, obviously, like the rest of the world. But now is not my time to, like, like Chris said, jump on social media and try to, like, you know, force it let down people's throat and stuff because, like, it, it's it's fresh and it's raw. And, uh, you know, I have to understand as someone, and I live in, you know, I live in a lily white community in the middle of Ohio, you know, um, I don't necessarily blend in, but I, I can. I say this a lot, like, see, I can take a day off, you know what I mean? Like, I feel this, like, I share the, you know, most of the beliefs, you know, you know, when I, what I call the right side of it, you know what I mean? Like, I share the support and all that, but if I decide tomorrow to stay out of it, I can. Like, when I walk into a store, nobody can look at me and see, like, and guess how I feel about a situation, or guess yeah. what, guess, guess who I'm voting for, or, um, or guess if I'm, like, you know, I can, I can, like, I told you guys, I feel like I'm on undercover sometimes like i can just like, but as to where like a minority can't do that you know what i mean they can never you know there's always something assumed about them nobody has any idea what they're thinking but they're they assume things as to where you know with me like if i decide like i can be as radical as i want like i can i step on a lot of toes like in in you know this world the small world that i live in my community but um if i decide tomorrow to not i can and nobody right. will know like oh, there's a dude you know dude drove by driving a truck looks just like us and they won't think a thing about it. So it is, it is unique for me to know exactly how much I can say or how much support. Because you know, I, I want to, you know, I want to, uh, you know, I want to reach out to, you know, all my minority friends and, you know, and and rest and be like, you know, I don't know. You feel like defending it, but then you're like, nobody wants to hear hear that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have had, I haven't had to deal with these problems my entire life, even though they bother me. So like, I don't want to be the guy that says that. And then you know, I can see them being like, you know what? what like, we don't need to hear from you right now. You know what I mean? So it does. I'm. Um, 
it, it is a it is awkward knowing how much you know support I can give without sounding you know like I'm like I'm pretty you know what I mean like yeah. I don't know it's just it, it's 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 just a bad situation man uh, yeah Jeff we gonna stick with you real quick okay. and I mentioned something before we started we got on air white privilege I've had some of some of my Chris I don't know if this has happened to you but I've had some of my, some of my white friends ask me what is white privilege and even to the extent of saying is there such a thing as white privilege now me as a black man I assume a lot of white people understand that. Now, I, at this time, it's, it's not just opening your eyes and some of the other white people's eyes. It's opening my eyes, and maybe Chris's yours as well, is, is seeing, like, white people don't understand that we're not on the same playing field. I had, I'm going to explain the situation that happened to me, and then Jeff, turn it over to you to see if no, it's a white privilege thing. Yeah, so Friday at work, and here in Indianapolis, we had a curfew, 8 p.m. Friday, 8 p.m. Saturday, due to things that happened last weekend. And Friday at work, I've been trying to go to the gym. The gym once the gym reopened, I try to go at night around eight eight thirty. So there's not a lot of people there. I go to Anytime Fitness twenty four seven. So and they they have guidelines like we can't have guests come in. We can't. Um, they want us to carry around our own spray bottle to wipe down the equipment before and after each use, and um, no more than fifteen people in the gym at one time. So they have their rules, and I try to abide by them. So I have altered my life to abide by their, those rules. So I was talking to a guy at work on Friday, and I said, "Hey man, it's it's a white guy." And I told him, man, I don't like this curfew. I want to go to the gym at 8.30. And he proceeded to tell me, well, you can still go to the gym at 8.30, leave after curfew, <laughs> go to the gym, work out, and then go home. And he's like, I said, well, I'll get pulled over. Like, I can't do that. He's like, no, 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 no. All you got to do is just tell the cop, be like, hey, so I'm coming home from work. And then if he says, well, why are you all sweaty? He just says, I'm in my routine. This is what I normally do. Get off work go to the gym, and then come home. And in my mind, I'm thinking, one, that's a lie, because that's not, I get off work at 6 o'clock. I don't get off at 8, at 8 o'clock. So, one, it's a lie. And then, two, bro, you don't understand it. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to get arrested and go to jail. And they said for us, the penalty is up to 180 days in jail, up yeah. to a, a $10,000 fine. Bro, I'm not about that life. I don't know wow. about y'all. I don't know if y'all got bread like that, if y'all could go ahead and get in, be in jail that long. I can still get y'all faces. We are not about that life. Nope. But he literally did not understand that okay. I don't have the same abilities because of my color that he has. Jeff, white privilege, kind of go wherever you want with this stuff, man. But it's, I'm opening my eyes to this, and I'm sure you, you, ha you have a better ability to explain it than, than even I can. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's as real as can be, man. And, like, and this is what I say, but I step on a lot of toes. Uh, people, people that either have it or use it and don't want to accept that they use it or whatever, get ve they're very defensive. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like – and, I, and see, here's the thing. I speak, I'm speaking from a mostly white community. Like I'm speaking, you know, just so everybody, full disclosure, like, you know, I live in Roja, mostly white. So I, I don't know, like, I'm, you know, I don't live in a city where, you know, it's an integrated community. I'm sure everybody's totally different. This is specifically from a rural community and they get very defensive. You know, if they say something and I'm like, eh, you know, that was racist. Even if it was something barely racist, you know, I'll say it like, oh, that was racist. And then immediately, you know, there's backlash. Yeah. And uh, the, the white privilege thing is real. I say it all the time. Like in, in the job that I do, I work in a lot of public buildings, in and out of public buildings. I, you know, I work in them a lot, different ones. And if, um, if I put, you know, if I've just got my work shirt on and I walk into a school and just like knock on the door and say, I'm here from so-and-so, they let me right in. Like they won't even blink. You know what I mean? If I, uh, I don't know if it's a school, if it, I mean, anywhere, like I'm, I'm just saying like, just because I blend in so much, you know, I'm non-threatening by their standards is what we're talking about. Right. Like I get full, and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, they never even asked for identification. They didn't ask, like I could, you know, I could have grabbed somebody's shirt from their house that had this logo on it and it never even blinked, man. Or if I go, uh, 
uh, I mean, anywhere, man, if, you know, if I go into, if, if I'm in a, if, if I'm in a clothing store, like I don't get the looks that some of my friends and stuff mm-hmm. get that, that might be dressed a different way or look a different way. And that's part of the, like you all, I guess, I guess when I say white privilege, it's like, I think you brought it. It's always the benefit of the doubt. Like yeah. I fully, yes. full disclosure, I always get the benefit of the doubt because we talked, when I talked about it earlier, when they look at me, they have no idea what's in my head. You know what I mean? I know what they think I'm thinking and yeah, I know yeah, who they yeah, think yeah, I'm behind yeah. and I know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, but that gives me the benefit of the doubt. Um, I never, I never get like second questions, you know, from whatever, like, you know, I, I've never been hassled about options. I look exactly like them. You know what I mean? It's, I think it's as simple as that. Not that I'm not a law abiding citizen, but it's still like, I don't, I don't have that concern. You know, I go to, you know, we go on vacation a lot. We might go to Vegas. I'm walking down the street at three, three in the morning, whatever, you know, I might be drunk, whatever. It never even crosses my mind that I might wind up in jail that night. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that, I guess, I don't know if that's the privilege that, you know, everybody, I, there's a lot more privileges. <laughs> I don't get to use, you know, all of them, but there's a bunch of them out there, but that's just personal ones. That's a, that's a real thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I listened to a podcast the other day with uh, uh, Chris Powell. They, they did a show and they talked about some of these things, you know, and I'm like, man, you know, I, it never even crossed my mind when I'm driving after dark that if I get pulled over, you know, on the way home, you know, from Columbus or something like that stuff, it, it, I, I just don't think of it. And that's, yeah. you know, but I know it exists, but so that, that's uh, it's like the benefit of the doubt constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, yeah. Uh, go ahead, yeah. man, white privilege. Yeah, I mean, I, I could give you a, a situation. Where I lived in Staten Island, where I moved to, I used to live in Brooklyn. And obviously, it's very diverse. And, you know, uh, you don't even think about stuff like this. And, and then when I moved to Staten Island, I moved to a really, you know, predominantly white. And I'm the only minority pretty much there. And the it was, it, it was such, it was so tough at first because, you know, everyone's looking at you different. And, and it's... It was we. I had a tough time adjusting to going to, to going from school where it's you know very mixed and there's all all types of people until it's just white people and you're and, and I'm getting called the N word and I'm Hispanic and I'm hold on, bro. At school? Yeah, man. That's why oh, I had a tough. No. I, I had a tough time when I first moved to Staten Island. It was tough. It was very tough, and I I, I didn't want to go to school. I was just I would I would stay with the dean. Cause I was like, yo, I can't do this. This is too much. I, I'm not fitting at all. I, I just couldn't do it. And I, with time, you know, you know, my neighbor, you know, the, the people I grew up with, uh, you know, they're all white, but they, they took me in and they made me feel like, feel, feel good about, you know, they made me feel good. They didn't treat me differently. They treat me like whatever. So that's why I always got respect to, to my, the, the people I grew up with. Cause they, they didn't never looked at me differently, you know, when other people, you know, did. And, uh, you know, but still living in where I lived, uh, you know, I had a lot of people call the cops because we would listen, you know, my mom listened to Spanish music and they would call the cops because the, the music was loud, but it was Spanish music. And I always told myself, what if it was, I was playing Frank Sinatra, right. which we, you know, my stepfather, you know, was just, is Italian. He would play Frank Sinatra music loud. Never, never hear the cops coming. You don't hear the, but the Spanish music, they would come and they would come a lot. There was, and there, I remember I had a situation where I, I had a big party and everyone was having a good time. I brought the whole hood there. I brought all my white <laughs> friends there. All my yeah. I brought them all together. I took, I, I felt like for one day I took, brought bring everyone together and we, there was no issue. Cause at first I was like, man, I'm bringing a lot of people from a lot of different areas. And I don't know, the white people were hanging out with the black people. The black people were, were grilling with the white people, Spanish people. Everyone was having a good time. Cops came, party got, but I felt like, all right, for one day I, I, you know, 
we all came together but you know and but you know like i said with the the music and and you know being hispanic and i have the cops there all the time and like we, we had a a party a a, a baby shower cops came what <laughs> it's summertime it's a summertime it's, it's playing music you know no and the cops came and they're like what's going on it's like it's a freaking baby shower right but it's and I'm like it's because of the music. It's the type of music, and and that's what always bothered me was. Wow. Are you are you if I was because I hear people all the time playing whatever music you know, fly me to the moon, Frank Sinatra, whatever, and I don't even think about calling the cops. But I'm like, but you call the cops on me because of type of music? Because like I said, I played when my when my stepfather was alive. He played he played his Frank Sinatra or whatever music he liked, and he loved jazz. He played his jazz. It was never an issue. But the minute I played Spanish music, it was an issue. So. And you know, that, that to me was, I, I just never could have never understood that. And that wow. always bothered me, you know, living, living in a dominant, you know, yes, it's, it's, it, it may be peaceful to walk out and know like, okay, nothing's going to happen. There's not a lot, there's no crime here, but it's like, man, I don't, I still, I don't relate to none of this, you know, just because I live, you know, I, I you know, my stepfather moved us here and, and we live, you know, nice for a little bit. I still don't get, I still don't, I still don't fit in. I just never felt like I fit in. And yeah. that was always an issue. And, and, I, and I'll give you one an incident, too, is uh, I had uh, just bought a brand new Dodge Charger. I just, I just graduated college, bought myself a fly Dodge Charger. Oh, you, Charger. Was, you, were, you was living there, man. Oh, man. I was, so I was picking. I, I'm graduating. Yeah, I'm on top of the world. I got night. I got 22-inch friends. I'm chilling. This is my dream. Hold on, bro. You ain't said nothing about about tinted windows. You got to have the windows tinted. <laughs> Tinder windows. Okay, okay. Tinder windows. <laughs> Dude, I'll show you a picture after. I'll show you guys a picture. I, I told it a year later, but that's a no start. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I would just, you know, I brought it. I hit up my two friends, and I'm like, we're going out. We're going to go chill. We go out, and they're, both of them are six foot five black dudes, big black. I mean, basketball players. But those, these are my homies. Go to hang out. So I go pick them up, and we're driving down a main road, and – we stop at a light and I see a cop on the other side and I'm like, we're going to get pulled over. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, we're going to get pulled over. I'm telling you, we're going to get pulled over. The way the cop was looking, I was like, it's going to happen. And we're driving. Cop pauses. I'm like, just wait, man. Turns around. Whoop, whoop. Like I told you. And that day I already got pulled over twice. So I'm like, uh, today, this, that day just happened to be one of those days where just everything. So it, it, it I thought it would just be nothing. I thought it would just be about the tents. And uh, the cop was like, license registration, blah, 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 you know the deal. And he's looking. I'm like, you know, what's the issue? I already got tint. I already got a tent ticket. You know, you have, a, you have a ticket. I was like, I don't have it on you. I could call my house and give you the numbers and all that. He's like, get out of the car. So me and my friends are like, so I try to, I'm, I'm trying to be calm because my friends are, you know, they, they're, they can be a little hot-headish. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I knew I had to be the one that's not the hothead and just be cool. Cause I'm like, this could be bad. Cause they, you guys are big, they're big dudes, six, four, six, five, two twenty. you're a big dude. They played college basketball and I'm just like, all right, I got to make sure they're, you know, I have to be calm. I, I, you know, so I get out the car, they both get out the car. They tell them to sit down. And I just talked to the cop as what I learned. I'm like, just be cool, calm, collective. Don't give arc. Cause the minute you give an argue, you argue. That's when they think something that you're going to be aggressive and then everything can go wrong. And they checked my car. Like, you got drugs on you? I was like, no, because I was in an area where on um, where I live. There's my the side I used to live in is all white, and then the other side is 
it, it's Staten Island is very very small. It's just it's like ten miles long. It's not okay. Big, so okay. It's it's you know you can get to one side or the other in twenty minutes. But there's two you know I did the hood side and the regular side and the white side. I was in the hood side for a little. Not really hood, but it, it's that's how they see it out there. And so they're like, oh, you got drugs here. It's very you know your car is looking very uh very drug uh, dealerish. <laughs> I'm like, what? Are you serious? And you know, it was two it was two white cops. And very, they're 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 little too. They were shorter than me, and I'm only five eleven. And they were just like very drug dealers. Car you got, you know. And he's looking at the rims, and he's like, open the trunk. And I could have been like, nah, I'm not opening the trunk. You know? But I just like, you know, I just, I don't have got any. I have nothing on me, so I'm like, whatever, man. We got nothing on us. Showed it and kept looking in the car and stuff. I'm like, you can look whatever. You're gonna you're gonna feel stupid that you, there's nothing in there. You're gonna feel stupid. Yeah. And he's like, all right, just let us do our job. Fine, do his job. We were both, all three of us sitting, sitting on the curb, waiting. He looks up. He's like, get up. And I'm like, yeah, like the way he said it, though, I was like, get up. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. We get up, we get up. And he's like, all right, there's nothing in here. I was like, yeah, I told you that. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing in here. And then he starts talking to me about, oh, yeah, I used to have this car back. And I was like, man, I don't want to hear any of that. And I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, go on, go on, whatever. Okay. And I'm just like, you know, and I'm like, we're doing all this for, and it, we're doing all we're just i'm just like and i'm looking at my guys i'm like just be cool be cool because i see it in their eyes they're getting mad I'm like Ooh, one couple minutes i got this let me let me handle it hearing all his about his car and he's talking to me about the car oh and like i said he used to have this car 10 years ago i'm like i don't even care like just can you just let us go yeah for real like just let us go man we got nothing on us i don't need to hear about your story i don't care you can do whatever i don't care if your car whatever how many yeah 18 of them i don't care just let us go we, we have we're not doing anything wrong. and I, Talk to us for another five minutes, and then eventually he looked out of it. He's like, "All right, just don't do nothing stupid tonight." And I'm like, "Whatever, bro." <laughs> Got in the car, and we ran, and we just went our way. But and but it's just crazy that I and I knew that yo, we're gonna get pulled over, right? Because I had a nice car, and you know I had two big big guys in the in, in the car with me. But it, it it just that that sticks with me so much, and that was maybe nine years ago. But it sticks yeah. with me so much, and my buddy, you know, uh, from time to time posts on Twitter about that he'll show the picture of him you know it always you know how it pops you get something that pop up on like your your uh to date you know things that happened like two years ago on the day yeah, and yeah. then he'll always, he'll always retweet like man this day was crazy and it, it's it's scary man that could have been it could have i always think about it, that could have gone so much could have been so prob- much worse yeah and, and if, problem, I, if that- I was if i look different maybe they just they just go away but you know i like to think that you know no one would you know cops don't think that way but it, it feels like certain cops are just you know, they assume nice car. There's, there's minorities in there. They're and it's sad, bro. It's and Jeff, it's yeah, sad, Jeff, you next. But it, sad. it's sad they think like that. They, it's sad they assume that just because you have a nice car, you're Hispanic or black, don't really matter. Just because yeah. you ain't white, you got something going on wrong in the car. It's, oh. it's horrible. I know, Jeff, I know you got something to say. Well, I was just thinking in another part of that that bothers me so much when I hear these stories, because once again, I have no like concept of that. Like I might, when I was young and like worst case, you might be hassled by like a mall security guard. I'm not even kidding with that. Like I, it's just not something that's on our radar. Um, but what another thing that bothers me about that is that so that the responsibility is all on you, Chris, and your two friends to not escalate the situation. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you guys, like, you know, like me, like I could, I could probably shout a little bit more. Like even if I get hit or something, even go to jail, like it's probably not going to wind up, you know, horrible. And it, the responsibility is constantly on, you know, 
you know, you guys, so to speak, to constantly like keep your cool. You know what I mean? Like don't speak up, like don't escalate it. You know, it's, but, but I mean, it's been that way for, and, and that's just one situation. It's, it's, you know, it's 200 years of this stuff of minorities, you know, more than that in America of constantly having like, don't escalate the situation. You know, don't, you know, don't say too much. You, you know what I mean? You got to always turn the other cheek. You know what I mean? And it, that, that response, it shouldn't be like that. You should be able to say like, this is, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm paying your, I'm paying your salary. Get, get out of my face. I'm doing nothing wrong. And I'm moving down the road, but you can't, I mean, we all know that it's proven. Like we see it with you know video day after day, it seems like, and that it's, it's sad, man. It, yeah. It, I, Chris, you made a comment earlier about the kids saying the N word to you at school. I and remember I it at, so vividly too, man. It's bro. great. I, I know who said it to me. I still know who said it to me too. Yeah. It was 15, 16 years ago. I remember, I remember where I was wearing because that memory you have certain memories that just stick with you. And mm-hmm. I, I was, cause I was wearing basketball shorts. I was wearing knee high socks. This is around like the Clippers era. Yeah. Yeah. Quit. We just went B miles. Yeah. 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 I just went to the store to get, I don't even know. I think I have a drink or whatever. And I just hear these two white kids I'm like, what are you doing here? And word. I was like, Whoa, no shit, man. And I know who said it too. Cause I, when I see these, I, I used to see them a lot still around there. And I used oh, wow. to just give them the evil eye, but, it's, it's situations, those two, two, two situations that stick with me, that are going to probably stick with me for the rest of, for forever, because they, you don't forget stuff like that. Yeah, it, I, I'm just like you, man. I was in college, and I was sitting down just doing some work, and then a couple of white guys came over talking to me. They were brothers, and then all of a sudden, we had a cordial conversation, just like this. Everything's cool, like all three of us just talking. Then all of a sudden, the conversation turned, and I could tell in myself, like, I don't know why we went from being happy to upset to mad to sudden mother pop off. And the old, and the white dude, one of the white dudes, the older of the two brothers, he said the N word to me. And Ooh. I know to me at that time, I, I and everybody around me, I had every right in certain people's minds to go over there, beat them up, whatever, whatever happened. But I knew, and I, it could be the way that I was raised. I know violence isn't the answer. And if they, and if that happens and then I pop off and I beat him up, then like you that? said, Chris, you got pulled over. You mm-hmm. you got pulled over and had to go through extra measures yeah, that yeah. Jeff probably wouldn't have to go through. And he yeah. even said, like, if he went to jail, like, he knows probably nothing's going to happen. And I knew that I could beat him up. Okay, be cool. Like, whatever. I, I, he called me the N-word. I wouldn't get in much trouble. Or I could just not sw- not beat him up and then go about my day and then be like, wow, Jay, you're someone's saying that to you. And der- as derogatory as that is, you're able to live to see another day and be able to smile. And that person going to look back on you and be like, even though I disrespected him, he was a bigger man because he didn't stoop to my level. And I, just like you, I told that story on a podcast last Monday. I think it, I think it was uh, June 1st. And, bro, let me tell you, I hadn't told that story to anybody. That happened 10 years ago. And as I'm telling that story, I am reliving every single step of the story. Man. And then tears start falling down my face because I still felt the pain from 10 years ago of that word and how it hurt me. And, Jeff, I got a question for you. You say you live in rural Ohio? Oh, yeah. Is – I don't know. I, I won't get mad. But okay. is that word utilized, the N-word utilized in, like, casual conversations amongst white people out there? And if so, like, is it, is it shunned upon? Do people, like, not care? Like, what goes on with that? Uh, yeah, I think you got a pretty good handle. It is uh, – so it's one of those things. It's it, – they, they can – the people that use that word, and believe me, it is used here. And But, like, say, like, my family, like, we, like, obviously we're so, – I say – I have to say we're so against it as if anybody – you shouldn't be for it. But it's mm-hmm. – regardless we're against it you know obviously you know we didn't ju- we didn't just raise my kid like don't say it like don't be don't don't say it because you're scared of retaliation like you're talking about we said don't say it because of this but we gave him the we give him the reasons right why right. this word is not acceptable 
and it is used, but I can tell you, and it just happened to me, man, it, I should, I don't, this makes, actually, I gave, man, I gave a ride to lunch to a guy I ride to lunch last week. I had never met before and we were on a job and he didn't have a way to get to lunch. And, um, we're working in a, uh, predominantly black neighborhood, you know, whatever that's the only reason I say that's cause it's key, you know, has something to do with the story. I wouldn't normally bring that up. So, you know, we're driving through whatever, it's not, you know, it's a cool neighborhood or whatever, but there's black people around big deal. Like I didn't even like whatever. And <clears throat> he says the word about a person on the side of the street. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I mean like this is what we're here for. I mean, I, I, I and I was just like, like it just it's to even think about it and that doesn't happen a lot but then that's what i'm I'm like it makes me so mad because i'm like why would you think that i'm okay with you saying that just because i look like why would why would you assume anybody so then you're like well what are they saying when i'm not around because i did i brought it up just so you guys know like i'm like that's not cool man you know what i mean like we're at work that's not you know what i mean like i'm not gonna fight the guy or whatever but i was like that's not cool we're at work like that's we don't that's that's no and he got to met like as soon like i said as soon as you bring it up they immediately are like okay this guy's not on my side we're not going to talk anymore. So what is he saying in his garage with the people that do think like him? Yeah, so I will tell you, yes, that's, that's it is. The scary part. It's, that's the it scary is part. The, it is the scary part, Chris. And it's my wife brought this up. I, you know, you know, we hear a lot about it. You know, this thing is, you know, it's a lot about black, white issues and that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a real thing. So now, you know, it's that there's no other way to say it than to say white people, but then like people like well-rounded, like, sane thinking people that obviously are on the right side of this it is kind of weird but then i'm trusting like no when they say that like they're not you know it's it's hard for me to be like they're not talking about me they're talking i know who they're talking about but it's it's kind of weird but yeah yeah to answer your question that word is used uh way more than well it shouldn't be used at all but it's used way more and it's not and it's the constant argument i'm you we guys we've heard this beaten to the ground it's always like you know what you're gonna say well they say it and i'm like you know what you know, I was like, I was like, first of all, the they you're talking about, you know what, you go through what they did for a few hundred years, and then we'll talk. Yeah. So call, I, I'm, I'm all, like, a lot of times I'll be like, you know what, call me in 300 years of oppression. Like, just call me. Yeah. And then, then we'll discuss whether you can use that as a mess. That's not cool. So it's, it's way less. And actually, what was it about? Man, it feels like five or six years ago, we had a huge event and that was discussed uh, and it, it became a huge issue, which it needed to be put out in the late. And it's definitely, but man, there's so many dog whistles and code words that it don't matter. Like, you know what I mean? Like you yeah, guys know, yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. hear what people say. You can read animals. Animals yeah. is the new one. Yeah, thugs is a big one. I mean, it's it's you know sometimes there's a you know that's used a lot or um, you know there's still just a lot of them's and us's and but you know what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you can so, read between the lines. Yeah, but it, but I will say that the, the majority of people that you know that I you know congregate with like it is it's it's considered a disgusting word. Like it's it's getting better. Can, if that makes any sense but again there's obviously still somewhere that it's just flying out of the mouth like for someone to say it so casually in front of a stranger like that just i, I don't i didn't have any words you know yeah, I'm like well, yeah. like and this was this was right this was right before this was probably like the monday before you know everything went down so it was just like in two days you know i'm you know inundated with this stuff and uh and I, it really had me <laughs> it really had me depressed i'm That's not gonna crazy. lie yeah That's sad That's i got so a I got two things real quick, two different topics for both of you. Well, Chris and Jeff, then Jeff and Chris to end this thing up, end this thing together. We all three of us, we host sports, sports podcasts, yep. primarily sports is all we're talking about. Even someone today said, there's no sports on. Like, so what are you guys talking about? I'm like, well, uh, there is definitely <laughs> stuff for us to talk about. We can find, like, we can all create topics to talk about if it need be. If sports were not going on for a year and we still went to sustain a sports podcast, we could do something to, oh, to yeah. sustain a sports podcast. So, Chris, I'm going to start with you. Then, Jeff, like, as soon as he's done, hop in on, hop in on it. A movie, Remember the Titans. How could a coach nowadays, Chris, 
implement this movie. I don't care if it's tennis, golf, soccer, football, basketball, baseball. I don't care what sport it is. I don't care if you're in America or if you're in Australia. I don't care. How could a coach implement implement this movie in their training camp or um, preseason workouts to implement um, uh, desegregation or uh, community, a unity of a team? Oh, man. I mean, we, we've been hearing a lot about this movie the last few days, and I happened to watch a little bit of it yesterday. And, you know, I, it kind of reminds me of, you know, where I went to high school. It's, you know, very uh, – there's a lot of white and black, and it's – 50 50 down the line and it's it, it you know you won't people don't think that that's you know easy they can be all oh, everyone gets together you know it could be easy but i saw a lot of racial tension and this is 2003 2004 and a lot of racial tension especially when you got you know the the, the you know a lot of you know a lot of these these black guys we got a lot there was a lot of skill a lot of guys who could play and then you got the, the, the white kids who feel like oh he's gonna take my spot why is he taking my spot and that, that comes down to coaching too, man. I yeah. mean, the, Mike, the coaches I had made, you know, they were like, you know, whoever's the best player is, is I don't care who you are. The best player is going to get that spot. So don't get mad if he takes your spot. And we, we have a lot of those discussions. Cause like I said, there was a lot of tension, a lot of tension, but you know, somehow coach got everyone together and got everyone fighting, you know, we're in this together. We're in this together. Yeah. We got one, we got one thing we want. We want to win a championship, right guys? That's the goal, win a championship. I don't care what you look like. Everyone needs to be together. We need to have unity. And, you know, it's, that's, that's what you got to do. You got you to try to – it comes down to coaching leadership. Because if you don't got the proper leadership and, yeah. and stuff – I like that. If you don't got the proper leadership, at, at, things could get crazy. We yeah. see a lot of these situations, and, and especially in, like, high school, where you see a lot of these instances where you see, you know, a lot of tension. And in Staten, where I live, Staten Island, a lot of the Catholic schools are predominantly white. So, you, you just, I, man, the stories I read about, you know, you see a, a black kid here and there go to the school and then, like, they're, they're gone because they can't deal with it. So, it's, it's, up to, it's up to the leadership. You know, whoever's the coach, athletic director, to make sure that I, everyone, you know, don't, don't look at anyone different because of the skin color. Cause that's right. crazy. Like, yeah. it's, still, it's, it's still crazy to me that people can look. But we live in this world that people judge people off the color of their skin. And, you know, I remember an instance, one of my, te- one of my teammates uh, and uh, had a, he was walking down the hall. Someone called him the N-word. Now, this, this dude is, he's cool. He's actually from Italy. He's just super dope. He's an Italian. He, he lived in Italy for a while. This dude never bothered him, but he was built like a tank. And right. the fact that anyone would try to mess with him because he's cool and he's friendly. Friend, when I mean friendly, every teacher knew his name, straight A student, but someone some reason some white kid said told him the n-word and he messed with the wrong he messed with him the wrong day because homie just not laced him up laced him up beat the crap out of him yeah. he got suspended though but everyone was on his side because they knew he was a good he was good he was a good dude you know they didn't look at him because it's, it's like no he's good he's a good kid that other kid's be shit you know and you know that was that was big what happened that but like going back to the, the man it's just it's leadership man if you don't got good leadership Things are gonna go crazy. Yeah, you know, find that out. Yeah, I like that. And, and look, we're going through it right now as a country. Look who's on top. You know, and you know, it's you could say what you want about Obama. You know, I know people. You know, it's crazy that you could even you know Democrat Republican all that crap. That I think that's just crazy that you can only vote for one side. But 
you, you could not you can agree with his politics or whatever but one thing we know is that he never made us look bad he never made this country look bad and you know his his biggest issue was the tan suit that was his biggest controversy is wearing a tan suit just think about that you know you can agree whatever his politics were whatever you feel about how he handled certain situations you know it's one thing but he never embarrassed us and you know you know, we still had, we still went through the same stuff in this country, you know, with Obama. But like you said, he handled it with class. He always made sure to say the right things. And you look at the leadership now. All the all the all leadership does now is just make more chaos. You know, with the whole Drew Brees stuff recently, just it's, it's you know, and, and Drew, you know, we we wanted to we started to be okay, Drew. He apologized. You know, whether it's, it's sincere or not, it, it, that's for for you to judge. But. Once the president said, "Oh, what Drew said, you know, it just it just escalates, and that's what he does: escalate. When you escalate stuff, you cause tension. And what has he done the most since he's been taken over? It's causing so much tension between whites and yeah. blacks. You know, the For Kaepernick sure. stuff we saw. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like like we talked before, Kaepernick. It was about it. It wasn't about attacking the military. And then for some reason, Trump turned it into that, and the media turned it into that. And then it, it, it became, oh, he's against the military. My father." was in the military blah 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 and that's and that was the issue i, I think that, that was the main issue people had with drew Brees. was he all oh, my grandparents and I, I was like but drew your grandparents came back to a country and had no issues but there's other people you know people of color's grandparents who, who came back to this country and were tra- were treated like crap and couldn't okay. go to red certain restaurants and were beaten and were killed and were still called the n-word and they just fought for the same country that your grandparents fought for so yep. that's where he lost everyone. Yeah. And that's and and that's the issue is that it's we're not to you know this this the leadership is not is is it's it's it's, it's, it's putting us against each other, putting everyone against each other instead of bringing us together. It's kind of yeah. and that's 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 and that's what it you know and that's remember the Titans is like that you know he brings everyone together. Yeah. You know white black it don't matter we're in this together. You know bringing everyone together and that's 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 tremendous leadership. That's how you know you're a true leader. When you bring everyone together, whether they're, whether they're you know, Latino, black, white, Asian, you bring everyone together and you, and everyone understands everyone, you know, you don't have to like, you like this person likes Spanish music, rap, it doesn't matter. Bring it together. Everyone understands each other and you, and you, you band together. And that's the issue we're having in this country. And people are not understanding what the Black Lives Matter movement is about. Right. People, people assume Black Lives Matter and say, you're rioters, looters. Oh, the disgusting animals. Look what they're doing. Bro. You got to see, I'm, it's crazy the amount of stuff I saw about that and then people calling, you know, those, you know monkeys and apes and this is horrible, horrible. I mean, I think I called out at least 10 people. On no Facebook shit, man. You, I think yeah. you've seen the amount of people I've called out and just so, oh, another racist, oh, another racist, another racist. And, and they're just looking at that. And that's what all they see. All they see is rioting and looters, rioting and looters, rioting and looters. They're not seeing the people who are actually protesting peacefully and just want their voice to be heard and they don't want it they don't really want to see it and, like, and, they're, mean, only, uh, and they're only going to look at it that way and they're only going to look at it one way and it's not yep. uh, they're not going to be oh okay no no it's one way it's one way and, and it's crazy how trump has has had everyone just think one way it's one way and that's it and it, it's vote <laughs> go vote yeah there you go. i see too many people say my vote doesn't vote Please, please go. If you want, if even if you don't agree, if if you don't, if you don't think Biden's the right guy, and because he's, you know, he could be a little loopy and stuff, you know, Biden has his own issues. But if you just want, even as loopy and crazy Biden could be with some of them, he's bad. He's a better option. And you know, there won't be, there won't be dissension. There won't. He won't 
you know, he won't break together this, this country, you know, and that you just got to go vote. You want change? Go vote. Go yeah. vote for your local. Yeah. Your, your local, yeah, local, exactly. your governor, you know, your, 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 your senators, you know, the, the local politicians vote. That's important. I realized the older I get that, oh my God, I never, I used to look at the ballot and be like, oh, I don't know who I need that, whatever. And then now you're like, oh, now I got to, I really got to focus on my local. You do. Those you do are the really time. the people, big time. those yeah, are the people that are really going to help make the change more than the president. You know? Yeah. Local, president, local government's yeah. very important. But the president has definitely not helped in the, since taking over. He's made it a lot worse. And it's, like I said, it's all about leadership. You know, you can have a team full of black people, uh, half and half. And bring it together. Like, there's another film, um, uh, Glory. Is it Glory Road? Glory Road, uh, um, yeah. in Texas, El Paso. Yeah, 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 yeah. El Paso. Another, yeah, yeah, it's another great movie that shows about a lot about racial oh, yeah. and all that, you know. Yeah, and and it, that's another great film about that. And but it's man, leadership, man. You got good leadership. You know, you can handle whatever type of locker room in football and baseball, whatever sport you're. You know, you you, you know, it, it's man, like it's leadership, bro. Because I like you it. don't have leadership. As we're seeing in this country right now, everything can go crazy and everyone just is you know, free for all. And you got everyone fighting against each other when everyone should just realize, okay, this is an issue. You know, the fact that people are not seeing that this is a real issue is, is absurd, yeah. you know. And, but if, the, if, the, if your, our leaders would be like, this is an issue, we need to make sure that this doesn't happen anymore. But we don't have exactly. that. It's just, oh, no, you know, don't disrespect the flag. It's always coming back to the flag crazy. Yeah, yeah. But that, yeah, leadership, man. We need better leadership in and that, that's how you, you, you get everyone together is better leadership. Jeff, remember the Titans, man. Uh, sports it, is big in sports. I mean, it could break it, it, that movie alone, watching that over and over, a coach putting that in their preseason uh, workouts, that could help break the mold and end racism at our age and younger. And then that could affect the grandparents that have been had that same thought process ooh. their entire life, man. Just uh, remember the Titans, uh, how does that be, get put into a team? Well, first of all, that's absolutely uh, – I raised my son on that movie, and I, I said that movie, anything you need to know about life is in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a classic, bro. It's a classic. Whether, whether even if you just love football. Like, I watched some documentaries about Coach Boone. Like, oh, my like, – what a – Yeah, it's a true story, man. too. People don't know. It's a true yeah, story. It it is, yeah, it he is. just he passed away, what, maybe a couple years ago. It's, it has, mm-hmm. it's been pretty recent. What a great life. What a great man. Um, yeah, I looked into some of that. Even the football part's great. The integration part is a huge – I think that's – you know, just because we're, we're getting farther away from it, I think the integration of America – I don't think people realize that it wasn't that long ago. Like if you're 20, no. if you're 20, it seems like forever ago, but it wasn't that long ago that, that we integrated schools and things like that. But as far as the movie goes, I think as far as the lesson in the movie that I, I took the most out of was he finally had had it with the, with the separation of the team mm-hmm. and he forced them to talk to their teammates, you know, mm-hmm. of a different race. He said, yeah, and they had yeah. to learn like whatever, two or three things about their teammates yeah. and then they had to talk about it. And so, you know, and, and then, but my whole point about that is, in all honesty, like if, if you just have a conversation with another person that's completely different from you, most of the time in like five minutes, you realize that you're 99% the same. Like yeah. you'll, 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 you'll talk about a lot of things, you'll start agreeing, and you'll walk away from that like, oh, yeah, we're, we're the exact same. You know, yeah. I've, met, I've met people on vacation, you know, um, you know I remember I, I spent one night hanging out out with a black gentleman ex um ex uh, retired police officer from new york city um and once again i tell everybody i i bring up the race because the story we're telling i would never tell the story and say that he was you know a black retired police officer but the point was man we bs'd all night we were the exact same you know what i mean like we had the same thoughts we you know about our families and about this and that just because we took the you know like we didn't have any um 
you know, trepidation about talking to each other. So we just sat and BS'd over some hurricanes <laughs> on the <laughs> on the side of a pool in Mexico. Yeah. And we walked away like good friends. You know, our families, you know, we spent a couple, you know, kind of hung out for a couple of days, like you have vacation friends and all. And it was because neither of us, you know, had any prejudices walking into the conversation. Like that wasn't a part of it. And I think if people just, I mean, I know you can't force it, but just talk to each other. Talk to somebody from a different culture. Exactly, talk yeah. to somebody yeah. from a, and you'll find out that, you know, we really are closer to the same than people. I mean, look at us, guys. I mean, we're in three different places, three yeah. different backgrounds. And it doesn't even occur to me except for we have to, you know, that's the discussion we're having. But right. if we were on here talking about the start of the NBA season, which is fantastic, it wouldn't even – a race wouldn't even come up. Wouldn't even, nope. even, no, wouldn't exactly. come no. On, you wouldn't even think about it. No. You're not talking about race. You're yeah, thinking about hard basketball. Is LeBron James going to win a championship? I don't yes. even think about it. What <laughs> yeah. are you talking about? You know, yeah. so, oh, you're white. I'm Spanish. He's black. Nobody, that, that, that ain't even a thought process. Never even occurred to me. You know, it's like, yeah, just talk to people from different cultures and different backgrounds and, it's you know, have a conversation, that. you know. And yeah, you know what I mean? It's, 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 and then I like what you said, though, Jay. Like, you know, if younger people do that and then their grandparents see it, maybe we, maybe the older generations can change. I, yeah. I've been trying to think about how you change people that are setting their ways. And if they, I, I really like that, man. I, that's I, I where think, it starts. It's the older, it's the older generation that's telling these. You know, their, yeah, their grandkids oh, and their yeah. kids. To, I promised you know, myself this, I wouldn't go down it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's yeah. taught, man. Believe me. Like, I could – I don't – You're taught – you're taught to racism. You know, oh, yeah. You know, and if you see it, if you see your parents or your grandparents acting yep. away towards a, a certain race. And if you keep them – Most likely, you know, you're going to be like that. It's crazy. And if you yeah. keep them away from information like, you know, like we exactly. talked about, like Coach yeah, yeah. Boone, if you don't – if you don't expose them to that information, they never know it. And, you know, then by the time they're 40 years old, now they're set. And now yeah, you're, you exactly. got, you know, you're like, you're fighting to change them as to where when they're seven years old, if you would just let them have a conversation with somebody from the inner city or from a different country or something, they might find mm -hmm. out like, oh, okay, yeah, no big deal. And then, yeah. it, you know what I mean? So yeah, just, yeah, just talk to each other. Cause you don't, cause you see most kids, most kids that age don't care what color you look like. No, like, bro. Oh, you, no. oh, you have a power ranger. I have, oh, that's what you have a wrestler. Have a wrestler. We play it's, basketball. Oh, that's cool. But, but, if, but when they see their parents acting a certain way, that's, that's right. when they and the older you get, you're like, oh, yeah. man, okay, I'm not going to like it. You, know, but, tough, like, you see the kids, you know, they don't care what color. They just want to play. No. Oh, no. I want to play tag. All right, let's play tag. <laughs> yep. right. It's crazy how we, we, we let that get to that point where the older you, you, the kids get, then yeah. they, they see how the old their parents or their grandparents are, and then that's how they get their ways. And like, oh, I'm only Trump 2020, you know, I don't care about, you know, uh, you know, there's no police, there's no racism in this one. Right. It's like, I see, I saw it so much in my time. The kids that I saw growing up, they didn't care about race. And then they grow up my, to my age. And now the only care about is, well, there's not racism. You know, well, what are you talking about? That guy had the priors. I was like, whoa, bro, you would, you would hang, you know, you were cool when we were younger. You didn't care. And then now exactly. you're yeah. a super, you're a super yes. Republican. Yes. 2020, you know, and it's like, where did that change? Like, how, why? That's the question. Where does why it change it, from those years? Yeah. And it, and it comes from your parents. Your grandpa, a lot of, a lot of it's fear, man. There's a lot of like, when it comes just to like, you know, there's, there's, I, I know there's, there's racism in every culture, but just speaking yes. from like the white quote unquote, the white guy's side of it. A lot of it is so much fear that that they have you know like just growing up and stuff of like whether it's jealousy you know you know on a on a football field or a basketball court that's too big too you know for some reason it, you know it's like a lot of it's just fear like but but the, here's the thing we can make things better i don't have to give anything up and it can still be better for a part of the world like nobody's gonna like come and like oh no we're gonna you got to take a 10 percent salary cut so so we can treat each other equal that's not gonna happen like you still get to live your life and other people get to have, you know, more options. I don't like. I don't understand what they 
what, what they think we're, they're getting taken from them. That's right. the part that, I, you know, that's coming right. from somebody that, like I say, I'm, you know, I, I sit here in Lily White, Ohio, like I could just mind my own business and hopefully all this would go away, but they're not going to take anything from me to give people out there more rights that they deserve from the get go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry guys. I don't mean to get so. No, you're good. Jeff, we're going to stick with no, you you're though. Good. You're cool. You're um, cool. I got two minutes for both of y'all on this okay. one. The title of this series, like I told you guys earlier, is Be the Change. And if Jeff, if someone came to you and says, Jeff, I want to be a change or I want to be a person that can do something to change in my community, what would you say to that person? Okay, I've, I've been thinking about this. So the, the one thing I, could, I think it actually be done as far as like education, I think we need to stop. First of all, I think we need to stop separating, you know, jobs and you know cultural discussions and stuff because we've done that for too long and we've, we've ignored these things for too long like oh you don't talk about this in mixed company or you don't talk about this and like schools like it like schools as far as education like they could actually teach get way more into the civil rights stuff like i know it's uncomfortable to tell these stories but that is a part of america that happened we need yeah. to quit skirting over the hor- the horrendous thing like basically here's what kids know when they come out of school uh the civil war was over uh, slavery was abolished. Everything's fine. Like they, they skip, like they, they won't like talk about the oppression teach, give them the information. If they, if they choose to take that information and still think one way, there's nothing you can do, but give, give young people the information and let them start making up mind because you might have a lot of these young kids that will go, well, I had no idea. Like, that's horrible. I'm not going to be like that. So you might, like, you might have changed that person. So then you've changed the whole family's generation, you know? So, that, that, I mean, you can actually, I think just, educate just you know you got you got to be real you got to let them see what's actually happened you know it, it, it's part of our history we i know everybody wants it to go away it never will like it's there like yeah chris wrap this thing up for us bro if someone came to you and said chris i want to be the change in my community or in my family or in my school and they had no idea how to be the person that could provide change to end racism what would you say to that person man like you said educate you got to educate yourself. You got to be able to understand why these things happen. You know, not enough people know why, you know, you know, everything went on, you know, slavery happened and all this stuff. So we have to educate, you know, you got to just go out and educate yourself. Watch, go watch 13th on Netflix. That that's, you know, that's powerful. That, that documentary is powerful. If you just watch that, you'll understand so much about everything that's going on. And, you know, like I said, like, like Jeff said, it starts in school too, man. Like yeah. they don't, like you said, they teach you, you know, the stuff we, I, I remember the stuff we learned in high school. I'm like, none of that stuff applies to what I need to know now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I didn't learn that much. If you think about it, you know, and I feel like, you know, it starts in, in, in schools, you gotta, yeah. whether it's uncomfortable or not, you know, I don't care if it's an all white class. We need to know why slavery was hard. Yeah. I don't care if you have all, an all white school. There's 400 white kids. We're going to learn about slavery and why, this was disgusting because I don't care if, if it's not, you know, your ancestor was a, this is disgusting that this happened in our, in this country that we all say is the right. greatest country. In the world. You know, everyone said, oh, it's the greatest country in the world, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? This country has a lot of scars, a lot yeah. of deep, 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 deep scars that, you know, I just watched 13th yesterday. I'm like, I can't believe and it. Like it wasn't that long ago. No. <laughs> and I'm seeing people, you know, Crowds of people just pushing black people for no reason, simply because of skin color, or spraying cops, spraying hoses at black people and colored, colored only. And, you know, people, it's, it's, I'm just, I lost the words because I, it's, I can't believe this happened in our country. And, and, and people are just so, they're just so tone deaf 
to why people are mad. Right. Because it's not right. like racism just started. It's right. been going on forever, but just now we got cameras and now everything can get videoed. Facts. So educate yourself. Please educate yeah. yourself. Just go out and watch doc. There's more, there's so many documentaries on, uh, you can go on YouTube and you can find a whole bunch of stuff. Just educate yourself. But it, we got to do this in school. So this got to get implemented because we talk about crap in school about stuff that happened in the 1400s. No, let's talk about stuff in the recent time. Talk about why slavery was absolutely garbage and all these other issues that are just big issues in this country, you know, yep. how way they treat, you know, Latinos, you know, Mexican American, you know, Mexicans, you know, how, how they're being treated and put in cages and stuff, immigration, you know, all these, all these laws that they're just against, you know, people of color and just, I don't care if it's uncomfortable, dr drive it into their heads to, so they, we can, they can understand why people are so mad now. So, you know, that, that's what I got to say. And like I said earlier, these two gentlemen with me today, Chris LeBron, Jeff Hunt, host sports podcast. They're on social media. Going to go with Chris first and then Jeff. Just quickly, Chris, let the people know where they can connect with you via social media, then also where they could listen to your work. Yes, Off the Ball podcast. Uh, if you listen to it all, all on all podcast platforms, I'm also on YouTube. I'm working on uh, spicing up my YouTube channel a little bit. You know, uh, going to do some more videos and stuff. Uh, so uh, you can find me on YouTube, SoundCloud, all the, all the podcast platforms. On Instagram, Off the Ball Pod. Twitter, Off the Ball Pod. You can uh, Facebook, the Off the Ball Podcast. You can find you can find my Facebook uh, page on there, and then also the Off the Ball Podcast. My new uh, redesigned website I just had, and uh, also got merch coming down the line. Excited about that. I'll have that in the next, uh, uh, hopefully, the next week or two. I'll, I'll make sure to get those hats to you guys. I know you know you've been uh, you hit me up about those, so I'll make sure I get that. So I'm excited about that. So uh, yeah. Find me on there. Everything's, you know, uh, I'm excited about the, the next few weeks. I got some good shows coming up. So, uh, yeah, find me there. Jeff? Yeah, I, uh, yeah it's, uh, I do Jeff Needs Help. It's uh, a, a kind of an anything and everything podcast. Uh, it's, it, it's kind of a, a always evolving, uh, you know, being. It started off, you know, I interview other podcasters like yourself, and then I started kind of diving into the uh, the basketball side of it during the Bulls thing. Uh, I started, I do a lot of video casting now. I'm, I've been on, you know, I've been on Chris's show. Uh, yeah, I've been, yeah. now I've been on, I just, it's all, I'm always networking. I'm always talking to interesting people. Uh, you know, with the, with the basketball season restarting, I'm going to dive into some of that and do some video stuff. Then I also do a, uh, we do a football podcast of strictly one called Tuesday aftermath in the fall. Basically, uh, just find Jeff needs help on Facebook. You guys, you know, everybody knows the deal. It's all on there. We're on all the, uh, we're on all the major podcasts you know platforms and you can find you can usually find my face on uh on Facebook <laughs> Thursday times a week I, I, I bug I bug everybody so uh yeah yeah just come check it out I'd like to hear some feedback from this show I know it's going to be uh yeah, it's gonna be a strong good. one and I, but this I'm proud good. of it I was, I was proud to be here and I uh, I want to thank Jay for uh, having me yeah. on this, this is much needed this is much yes. needed. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's bigger things in sports and I think a lot of people forget like oh I just want to hear about sports but hmm, this is a, this is a this is a big issue and right. everyone should care about these issues so yep. right. I'm happy we did this, this is Absolutely. Good. Chris, Jeff, it's been fun. Hey, Chris, hey, for everyone listening, I am a hat guy. Jeff, I know it's a, Jeff wears hats quite a bit. This is one of the rare, rare times you're going to find Jeff and I not wearing a hat. I know, right? I oh. almost didn't wear a hat. <laughs> and I wear hats all the time. I almost See, didn't wear a hat, but I was like, ah, you know, my hair's looking a little eh right now. So <laughs> See, I got, I got a haircut yeah. yesterday, so I didn't want to put a hat on. Yeah, That's yeah. the only reason why. But yep. to all the listeners out there, when Chris's hats drop, you want to hop on this as quick as possible, as soon as possible. This stuff is going to be dope. Uh, Chris is I'm doing big things. So Jeff's doing big things. Guys, I'm excited, for, I'm excited for this. First in a series that we're going to be doing called Be the Change. 
happy that I could have Jeff and Chris on with me. Guys, this was fun. Thank you so much because we could all stick to sports or stick to whatever we do outside of topics like this. But race is too big, and it has to end. So I appreciate you guys coming on and not stick to sports. It helps kind of just be the change in our communities. Chris, Jeff, thanks so much, guys. I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you so much for having me, John. Thanks, Stay guys. I really, really appreciate Chris and Jeff coming on and having that conversation, a conversation that they know there will probably be people that they know that say, why did you do that? Why in the world did you go on that podcast to talk about that, talk about race, to talk about stories, talk about things you encounter or have encountered in your life? Why did you do that? Well, because racism is wrong. I'm going to flat out say it. Racism is wrong. Looking at someone else and thinking, wow, I am better than them simply because of the color of my skin is wrong. It has been here way too long in our country. And this thought process, this belief needs to leave. And I really appreciate Chris and Jeff just being willing and saying, yeah, man, I'm, I'm down to have that conversation on the podcast. And it's not going to stop here. We will have coaches come on, athletes come on a pastor or two come on to just share some of their life experiences, some things that they have encountered and people have asked them since everything went down in Minneapolis and then the riots and the looting and the protests that have been going on in so many cities in our country. We're not going to stop here. This not sticking to sports, this be the change style of conversation is going to be had here on the podcast. Yes, you are still going to get sports every Monday and every Thursday, but occasionally on on a Wednesday, we will go off topic. We will go away from sports because there are things more important than sports in our lives and ending racism is one of them. Thank you for listening to the episode of the Jay Stevens Podcast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. If you're not on Twitter and you would love to connect with the podcast, send your emails to jstevenspod at gmail.com. Remember to always subscribe, rate, and review. It's a great way for people that search for new podcasts to listen to to come across this one. Then remember to always get the word out about the podcast via word of mouth. The things that we enjoy in life, we are more willing and somewhat wired to tell other people about. So no matter if this was your first episode or if you have been listening since episode one, be sure to let people know about the podcast. This has been episode 101 of the JC Ones Podcast. I'll see you next time. TJ, you good? Nah, man, I can't find a good sports podcast to listen to. I need something that covers a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying? For real? You need to check out the MTMV Sports Podcast, bro. They cover everything from the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, mixed martial arts, to NCAA football. That sounds like exactly what I need, bro. Where is it at? Is it on iTunes? Yep. MTMV Sports is on iTunes for Apple users, Podcast Republic for Android, Spotify, and the Anchor app. So you have 24-7 access to listen to all the episodes when you need your sports fix. Cool. I'm going to check it out on the drive home. Yeah, and check out that car wash up the street, too. Uh, you got jokes. <laughs> I'll let you later, man. <laughs>